On today's episode, I'm going to take a look at a stock that I believe can 5 to 10x in the next 5 to 10 years from its current value right now. This is one of my favorite stocks. This is a tier one stock in my portfolio. This is a stock that has just killed earnings. And when I first did a video on them, I called them the next Amazon. And I'm not going to lie. I do believe then was a little early to say that it was more of a clickbait title. But I do believe now things have changed. They are entering a new market that I believe I can say this is not a clickbait. If this is your first time here, make sure to hit the subscribe button. Don't forget to hit the thumbs up and follow me on Twitch where I live stream and take a look at stocks you want me to look at. So let's get started. All right, so the stock we are going to take a look at today is C Limited. This is ticker SE traded under the New York Stock Exchange. Currently, it is up 4% after reporting their earnings today and is sitting at about $259. The market cap of this company is $132 billion. But like I said, in the next five to 10 years, I do believe this is something that can hit $1 trillion. In the past year, this company has returned about 438%. And for those that don't know my relationship with C, this is a stock that I've covered numerous times in this perf- in this channel. And some of you guys probably get bored of it, but that's okay. That's definitely okay. Um, so the first time I did this video was on July 8th of 2020. At the time, the current stock price was $112. So it has already done 100% since my first video. And if you guys ever want to know when i buy or sell stocks feel free to join my discord channel i post every time i buy and sell and it's completely free to anybody i was lucky enough to actually enter c at on may 18th of 2020 and since then this stock has actually given me some strong returns if we can see that is about 257 percent unfortunately maybe some of you guys can relate i don't have unlimited funds right i only have x amount of money to put into the market and when i was starting off this portfolio for youtube it was right now i just hit i just broke six figures and i'm super super happy that was a goal i was intended to end by the end of 2021 but it came a bit early so i'm super super happy and super grateful for that um but at the time i didn't have huge positions i only put money x a little bit of money to work every single week um so this is a stock that obviously i wish i would have gone in a lot heavier when i first entered but because i don't have unlimited funds i entered little bit by little bit and i have continued to average up on this stock right now like i mentioned it is a tier one stock in my portfolio and that means it holds one of my top ways in my overall portfolio the stock is down from its all-time highs about 7.5 percent and we can see earlier when we saw that bear market of february of the end of february of 2021 it was down about 16 percent from its all-time highs and i did buy the dip this is a stock that whenever i can i am gonna buy the dip and maybe from time to time i might buy the rip um but i don't think actually I, i don't know i probably won't buy too much of the rip but i'll buy a lot of the dips for this stock and let me just say this for the next right now where i'm at i have no intentions of selling c limited so if that's all you wanted to find out um that's it for today's episode but if not let's keep going on for those still living under a rock and don't know what c limited is they are an e-commerce giant in southeast asia that's the main market they're hitting but outside of e-commerce they also hit two other markets that i myself am personally super bullish in this is the fintech service they have c money and this is the gaming market they have goreno which is the digital entertainment 
So they just reported their fourth quarter of 2020. And let's take a quick look at the revenue. First, just let's just look at the overall year to year revenue. That is up 101% compared to the full year of 2019. We can see now they made about 4.3, close to $4.4 billion. There are two markets that make most of this revenue. That is the digital entertainment, which is their gaming market. That makes up about $2 billion. And then the second is the e-commerce revenue that makes up about 2.2. So those two markets make about 95, 96% of the total revenue. Their fintech services is still such a small portion of their revenue that it's not a huge driving force at the moment. If we take a look at quarter to quarter revenue, you still see that 102% year over year growth. If you are not already amazed by this company, I don't know how, how what will amaze you. Gross profits for the company is also increasing, increased about 123% compared to the full year of 2019 and quarter compared to the same time last year was up 102% adjusted EBITDA they are profitable a huge reason this company is profitable for the full year of 2020 is because they make money from their digital entertainment and this is one thing I like a lot about C they have that digital entertainment that digital entertainment makes them money and we know we've seen it with a lot of other e-commerce giants or e-commerce company the e-commerce business is one that's not very profitable especially at the beginning at the beginning you're really focusing on just growing and becoming that number one holder there uh, so by them having this digital entertainment business it allows them to have positive earnings in adjusted EBITDA, right? Not not full, not gap earnings, but it also allows them to have positive cash flow from operations to allow them to trickle, to use that cash and improve their overall e-commerce position. So it's that digital entertainment is what fuels them to go even harder in their other markets. Unfortunately, if we take a look at gap earnings, they are not profitable at the moment. And that's okay. With my current investment styles, I'm more worried about two things opposed to earnings. I like to see a strong balance sheet, first of all, and I like to see positive cash flow from operations. And we're going to look at later on in this episode. This is a company that has both of them. And with those two things, it allows me to overlook the negative in earnings. So now let's take a closer look at both the revenues to see what's going on so first let's start off with digital entertainment quarterly active users for garena right now has increased 72 percent compared to same time last year quarterly paying users has increased 120 percent for those that don't know garena has one of the main games right now and this is free fire this is the most downloaded mobile game globally for the fiscal year of 2020 and it's maintaining this leading position for the second consecutive year this is also the highest grossing mobile game in latin america and in southeast asia it is also the highest growing mobile game in india so this is insane right in latin america they're hitting because it's a mobile game they're hitting some great countries like brazil like central america and this is some place where we're seeing a huge increase in overall mobile gaming and next india right they have the second highest population in the world and this is a game that's growing there and i know a lot of beers are gonna come out of here and be like jose this only has free fire free fire it's only one game what happens when this game gets boring or what happens when people start playing this game i don't I, I, that's true to some extent right to some extent i give you that but 
But a single game can be a long way. Let me know how, for example, World of Warcraft is doing. World of Warcraft started off and is still 16 years, 17 years strong. What else do we have? We have Pokemon. Pokemon, the original Pokemon is still strong. So a single IP, if done correctly, if continued to update, Fortnite, for example, Call of Duty, for example, if they continue to update, it can be a huge, huge player. A single IP is all a company needs if they're able to keep it up to date, if they're able to maintain it and be innovative within that IP. Next, let's take a look at the e-commerce revenue. Their gross orders finally hit over 1 billion orders for the full quarter. And that's insane. You can see this huge growth overall. That's 135% growth compared to the same time last year. Next, their gross market value. Gross market value is probably my favorite my favorite metric to look at how uh, e-commerce business is doing and that's up 113 percent compared to the same time last year and it's also seeing strong sequential growth as well next let's take a look at the full year guidance of 2021 garena which is their digital entertainment bookings is expected to grow about 38.1 percent compared to its midpoint not gonna lie i do believe that is a bit underestimating they're being a bit conservative with their garena numbers Next, if we take a look at their Shopee, which is their e-commerce aspect, that is expected to grow about 112%. Year-over-year growth at midpoint, that to me is insane. I mean, Shopee is just becoming a monster in its sector. And I just can't, I can't imagine how the future is going to go for this company. Now, like I mentioned earlier before, this company right now is not profitable. So when a company that I invest in is not profitable, I am super strict in them that they should be super positive and cash flow from operations. And they should also have a very strong balance sheet. Here we can take a look at their net cash flow generated from operating activities. For the full year of 2019, they made about $70 million in their cash flow from operations. This is from their everyday activity for the full year of 2020 that has gone up to 555 million dollars over half a billion dollars generated in cash from operating activities you can see this company is definitely has that cash moving to continue to invest and continue to grow as an e-commerce giant as a gaming giant as well and if we take a look at their balance sheet just looking at their cash and cash equivalents for the end of this year they had about 6.2 billion dollars of cash and when you compare that to their long-term debt they have only about 1.8 billion dollars of convertible notes so they don't have they have plenty of cash compared to debt a good portion of their total liabilities is actually deferred revenue which is two billion dollars out of the seven billion dollars of total liabilities for me if you guys have been watching this channel you know deferred revenues is something i consider a fake liability so in reality this company has about five billion dollars in liabilities and they have about six billion dollars in cash only 1.8 billion dollars in debt this is definitely a super super strong balance sheet for me all right so we talked about their earnings we also took a look at their balance sheet now i want to talk about the new updates this company is doing and why i believe this company can still five to ten next from its current valuation right now so the first thing that seed limited they have acquired about a hundred percent of composite capital management which is a hong kong licensed global investment managing firms concurrent with this acquisitions they are establishing a c capital which is a platform to manage these overall investments efforts 
They intend to invest into and support the growth of our broader ecosystem to create values for our users, business partners, and communities. They are allocating an initial $1 billion to be deployed by C Capital over the next few years. So what is this whole purpose of C Capital? I mean, from what I'm understanding right now, they have acquired this holdings company to start making acquisitions on, on their behalf. And why do they need something like this, right? Currently, they have leadership that's working. And these the leadership they have right now are focused on their e-commerce. They're focused on their gaming aspect, they're focused on their fintech. So it's it would be hard for them to start thinking of ways to improve to kind of acquire other companies that might improve those markets because they are focusing on just growing within themselves. So with this C Capital, what I believe they're going to do is now they're going to go to the chief investment officer of this new C Capital and they're going to be like, "Hey, I want you to start looking for for businesses in the gaming department. I want you to start looking for businesses in the e-commerce departments that can help us grow as a C, that can help the overall mission of C Limited grow. I mean, I, I, I want to say they're building like a mini Tencent, for example. Um, that would probably be the simplest way to go. So I wouldn't be surprised if in the next few years we start seeing them having some form of acquisitions of some smaller gaming companies to overall increase their games in their Varena. They might start doing some acquisitions in some form of artificial intelligence and e-commerce business as well, in some form of, of advertisement companies as well. So whatever can help them grow as C-Limited C Capital is going to go out there and try to find some great deals for them. The second thing that I am super excited, they have Dr. Yan has joined C as group chief scientist to build and lead C's artificial intelligence lab. Dr. Yan is a leading expert in the field of artificial intelligence with a particularly focus on computer vision and machine learning. So first, I want to be like, who the heck is this Dr. Yan? How great of an engineer is he? And is he really this big hype? And Dr. Yang is definitely a huge hype to talk about dr yang is main research fields are in computer vision machine learning and multimedia analysis so far he has published more than 600 papers in top international journals and conferences with more than 40,000 40,000 citations and 96H index. In 2014, 2015, 2016, and 18, he was selected the top cited scholar of Thomas Reuters. This is insane. This guy is a genius, and I can't believe he is now moving to develop C Lab, C Artificial Intelligence Lab. I want to see where C Limited is heading with this. Are they trying to enter the data center platform? Are they trying to use artificial intelligence, machine learning to overall increase the different types of businesses that they're in? And I was also looking at C Careers. They have so many new positions for engineers in all types of positions from corporate IT. They have 15 positions open for engineers. In infrastructure, they have 10 engineers. In labs, they have about 16 engineers. In Garena, they have about 11 engineers. So this company is still in a huge hiring phase and maybe i am biased because myself i am a senior electrical engineer but seeing a company hire a lot of engineers it means they are moving forward at super high speeds so dr yan i hope you make amazing work in this ecai labs right now 
because my investment will probably look super, super juicy when you're finished with that. Dr. Yan has also worked in some other businesses. For example, Yi2, um, Yi2, what I believe, which is an AI leading smart business reforms. So I, I wouldn't put it out of the way either. These are just my thoughts, right? I wouldn't put it out the way that um, Dr. Yan might have some influence in the leadership that, hey, if you guys want to increase your overall AI labs, you want to increase your overall artificial intelligence market, there are some companies I've worked with before that might be worth buying with that C capital. And for those that don't know, Tencent owns a huge portion of C. I do believe they owned a little bit over 20% of C Limited. So they have that partnership with Tencent. And I do believe that is help is going to help them grow even more. I'm pretty sure Tencent is super happy to have such a huge percentage of this business. Next, let's take a look at my overall thoughts. But first, let's hear from today's sponsor. And the main reason there were no mid-row ads during this video. I want to thank The Motley Fool for sponsoring this video. The Motley Fool is a company that provides investing insight and stock recommendations for investors of all skill sets and risk levels. You guys know I love finding new investing tools and resources to help me scout out new growth stocks. And right now I have a discount for one of my favorite services The Fool offers. Through The Motley Fool Stock Advisor service, you get access to a ton of expert stock picks. Every month you'll get two picks that are aimed at growing your wealth and to help you realize your financial goals. Stock Advisor's average stock picks have done some crazy returns. If growing your money is something you'd like to do more of this year, you can visit thefool.com slash Jose Naharo or click on the link below for access to my special offer and decide if the stock advisor is right for you. Thanks again to The Motley Fool and now back to today's episode. So now my overall thoughts on the business. If you didn't know, and, and just just if, just in case you guys didn't catch it, I am bullish in this company. I don't know how how clear I made that. I do believe in the next few years, it still could be a five to 10x in the next 10 years. And I myself, I'm a long-term investor, right? I'm here for the long-term of things. C-Limited is seeing huge growth in their gaming, is seeing huge growth in their e-commerce. It's hitting new markets, the artificial intelligence and the capital to make some more acquisitions to grow their overall brand. We can also see a strong balance sheet as well, positive cash flow from operations and having that cash from the Garena allows them to fuel whatever out they need and i do believe this is the biggest the biggest thing for c so let me know what are your thoughts are you buying are you selling are you gonna buy every rip are you gonna buy every dip like i mentioned i am definitely gonna buy most of the dips i can and maybe some rips from time to time so take care guys have a good night and see you next time